0: Welcome to Niner Die Hard Trivia, where the listeners bring the questions. Think you know everything about your Charlotte 49ers? Now it's time to test that knowledge. The answer to the last trivia question was that Charlotte basketball's first conference affiliation was with the Dixie Conference and the NAIA. After moving into Division I as an independent, the Niners were also a part of the Sun Belt Conference. For our trivia question today... What opponent did Charlotte Basketball beat in the 1977 NCAA Tournament Elite Eight to advance to the Final Four? Reveal the answer in our next podcast episode. To submit your own 49er trivia question for me to ask on the show, tag the podcast on x.com with the hashtag InsideTheMind. Now, on to today's episode. to Inside the Mind. My name is Drew Fitzgerald, here to bring you coverage of all things Charlotte 49ers. For the first time since 2010, Charlotte men's basketball has beaten a ranked team in Halton Arena. Saturday marked a historic day for the Charlotte 49ers, downing the number 17th ranked Florida Atlantic Owls at home. This is the same FAU team that scored top 25 wins this season against what was the number 4 Arizona Wildcats and the number 12 Texas A&M Aggies. Last March, this roster had a historic final four run in the NCAA tournament. This is Charlotte's first ranked win since beating the number 14 Michigan Wolverines in the Puerto Rico Tip-Off Championship during the 2013-2014 season. Additionally, this is Charlotte's first ranked win in Halton Arena since January 17th, 2010, where they beat the 15th ranked Temple Owls 74-64. Despite starting senior guard Jackson Threadgill out with a minor injury sustained in practice, the Niners started hot out the gate, holding Florida Atlantic to a mere six points in the first 10 minutes of the game. Charlotte's defense was smothering, and the Owls couldn't hit. Two big back-to-back threes by Nick Graves and a dagger by Dean Reber right before halftime put the Niners up by 15, and all they had to do was conserve their lead in the second half. Fortunately, the Niners had this cushion, as they had two massive point droughts in the second half. A 14-4 run by FAU towards the end of the second half gave the Owls their first lead of the game with 3 minutes and 53 seconds left on the clock. The Niners' two biggest playmakers, Igor Milicic and Lokai Patterson, both battled adversity throughout the game. Milicic had four fouls and Patterson nursed an ankle injury, suffered in the middle of the second half. These two playmakers battled on, and with one minute and 20 seconds left in the game, LaKai Patterson drained a dagger three that ultimately shifted the momentum in Halton Arena. John L. Davis responded to Patterson's three with a jumper, and Patterson responded with a jumper himself. Two of the American Conference's greatest clutch playmakers were locked in battle, ready to decide the outcome for their team. With 13 seconds left in the game, John L. Davis sunk a three to tie, and the Niners would have one last possession to win the game. After two timeouts, the Niners inbounded the ball, ultimately sacrificing the rock to Lakai Patterson to put the game away. Patterson dribbled to the elbow, rising for a jumper. With 1.7 seconds left, Patterson's shot clanked off the rim. But whistles chimed, indicating a shooting foul. Two shots at the line for Charlotte. With bated breath, fans watched, with picks held high in the air. The first attempt? good. The second attempt, also good. I would love to explain to you what happened next, but I don't think my words would do it justice. Here's the phenomenal play-by-play call presented by Matt from ESPN 730 The Game. It made me smile big when I heard it, and I hope it makes you smile too. Can run baseline, throws it up, and Golden kicks it to the corner, the three, no good! They got the shot away! He missed it! It's a Niners' winner! Oh, that one. what an absolutely electric call here's what fern and patterson said after the game yeah i mean this guy here you know he gets that that fire in his eyes and that real competitive i ain't losing this damn thing you know and that's and that's what you want you know not everyone's built like that and that's okay but um you know some guys want the ball some guys don't <clears throat> you know and uh LaKai definitely wants it in his hands to make those plays, and he made some big ones for us down, down the stretch. Uh, No, it's just, you know, just knowing myself. Um, just knowing, like, I've been in a lot of situations like that, um, from just being a point guard and, you know, playing for my dad and him just putting me in them type of situations all the time. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, in a situation you got to have some balls, I feel like, and uh, I feel like I do towards the end of the game. Charlotte women's basketball is having quite the start to conference play as well, knocking off the preseason American Conference favorite, USF Bulls, on Wednesday and blowing out the UAB Blazers 91-69 yesterday. Junior guard Deja Lawrence had a 30-piece with 6 assists, 6 rebounds, and 3 steals. The ladies are currently seated first in conference. They will travel to Houston on Thursday to tip off against the Rice Owls at 8 p.m. The men will ride their high in a presumably energized Halton Arena. They will face the Tulsa Golden Hurricane at 7 p.m. Both games are on ESPN+. Transitioning to Charlotte football, another hire has been made, this time on the defensive staff. Ty Greenwood, a former defensive analyst for the Carolina Tar Heels, is the new cornerbacks coach for the Niners. Greenwood has former experience in this role at Elon and NC Central before his time at UNC. This hire fills the empty position Coach Rod O'Jong left after Indiana head coach Kurt Signetti announced the hiring of O'Jong as the program's cornerback's coach on December 13th. Charlotte has picked up some new transfers, including more reinforcement to protect Max Brown this season. Tyler Gibson is a 6'5", 294 redshirt freshman from Georgia Tech. He'll join the stacked offensive line for next season. The Niners also landed two ACC defensive backs. C.J. Klinkscales is a redshirt freshman from Boston College, and D. Edwards is a redshirt sophomore from Louisville. Despite these new additions, Charlotte lost one of its best players to the transfer portal. Demetrius Knight II, Charlotte's American Conference first-team linebacker, has transferred and committed to the University of South Carolina. Knight was an incredible player for the Niners, and his presence on the field will be hard to replace. Charlotte's running back Shadrick Bird has exited the transfer portal and will instead opt to declare for the NFL draft. This decision is quite surprising. Bird will forego his year of eligibility, similar to Grant DuBose last season. Senior quarterback Jalen Jones, senior defensive backs Isaiah Taylor and Dayday Hollins, and junior defensive end Miguel Jackson will also declare for the 2024 NFL draft. If you want a comprehensive list of Charlotte's 2024 recruiting class, here are the players who signed to the university on National Signing Day. Cornell Allen, a 5'10", 175-pound defensive back. Evan Austin, a 6'1", 175-pound wide receiver. Kendall Brown, a 6'4", 220 defensive lineman. Max Brown, a 6'2", 220 quarterback, a transfer from Florida. Miles Burns, a 6'2", 190-pound wide receiver. El-Taye Bushra, a 6'2", 200-pound defensive back, a transfer from Fairmont State. C.J. Scales, a 5'7", 173-pound defensive back, a transfer from Boston College. Mo Clipper Jr., a 6'5", 310-pound offensive lineman, a transfer from Tennessee. Andrew Cunningham, a 6'4", 285-pound offensive lineman. Kanoa Davis, a 6'5", 285-pound defensive end. DeGabriel Floyd, a 6'3", 235-pound defensive back out of East L.A. Community College. Rodney Ganey Jr., a 5'11", 210-pound running back. Cary Grant, a 6'1", 190-pound defensive back out of Gulf Coast Community College. Aiden Kaler, a 6'2", 230-pound linebacker out of Stony Brook. Grant Lasky, a 6'5", 240-pound tight end. Andre Martin, a 6'4", 306-pound defensive lineman from South Carolina. Mitchell Mays, a 6'4", 305-pound offensive lineman out of Clemson. Travion McGee, a 6'2", 200-pound defensive back, a transfer from Iowa State. Jordan Moko. A six foot six, three hundred twenty five pound offensive lineman. He's a transfer from Texas A and M. Isaiah Myers, a six foot five, one hundred eighty five pound wide receiver out of Independence Community College. Cartavius Norton, a 5'11", 225 hundred twenty five pound running back, a transfer from Iowa State. Justin Olson, a six foot two, two hundred pound wide receiver, a transfer from Middle Tennessee State. Deshaun Purdy. A six four, two hundred thirteen pound quarterback, Umar Rockhead, a six hundred eighty five pound offensive lineman, Dom Silva, a six six, three hundred twenty pound offensive lineman, Anthony Romph, a six foot, one hundred eighty five pound defensive back, a transfer from Western Michigan, Xavier Simmons, a six two, two hundred thirty pound linebacker, a transfer from Missouri, Donovan Spellman. A six foot four, 230 pound linebacker, a transfer from Appalachian State. Darius Wallace, a six foot three, 220 pound linebacker. And finally, DeQuinder Williams, a six foot, 175 pound defensive back. These are all of the players who have signed to Charlotte. Expect a few more to come in the spring, but as of now, Charlotte's got a great recruiting class for 2024. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. Remember, Niners Wear Green on Wednesday, and they also listen to the Inside the Mind podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Inside the Mind. Hit that follow button to stay updated on all things Niner Nation. You can find me on X at InsideTheMind49 and on Instagram at Drew underscore Fitzgerald. As always, picks up and roll Niners.